Hi everyone and welcome to The Femaling Show. I am your host, Nicole Goodman, and I am a woman's identity expert and coach. As women, we fall into different phases of identity throughout adult life and during these, our challenges can look pretty similar. Here at WRS, I will be talking to you about the real issues we all face and even the ones we can silently struggle with. Through honest, heartfelt conversation here at Femaling, you will learn how to accept yourself, understand yourself and be yourself. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Femaling. And today, aren't you lucky you have got just me to keep you company for the next few minutes? <laughs> and today, I wanted to talk to you about social media and Instagram mainly being, you know, one of the main platforms of the moment. Um, because I have a confession to make that I don't actually think I've ever told you and actually you know the platform Instagram and social media probably the conversation of it comes up in some small way in every single one of my podcasts so I thought it was really really good opportunity to just do a whole podcast about it now back to the confession there are times where I absolutely hate it hate it with a passion in fact I would say like being with a bad boyfriend or in a bad relationship, I have a real love-hate relationship with this annoyingly addictive app. Right, now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, why is she admitting this? And who the hell cares? And obviously, like we all hate it at times, so why am I going to sit here and listen to this for the next 20 minutes? Well, the reason being is that I'm guessing if you look closely you will have your own conflicted relationship with social media and it can probably bring up a lot of unpleasant stuff for you also. So, you know, I've been looking at um, my social media habits recently and I guess I just wanted to be get really clear about what we love about it, what we hate about it and what we can do about it to um, be healthy around it. And I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of talks out there and there's a lot of things that that talk about how to be on social media and how to keep it healthy and how to make it work for you. And I talk about it a lot in a lot of my podcasts, but this one is really dedicated to just how we can have a great time on social media and really avoid all the other stuff. So for the next few minutes, I'm going to be talking about all the things that I love about it, all the things that I hate about it. Um, where I'm conflicted about it and I'm guessing because I'm pulling in from my own personal experience of it it's going to be something that really resonates with you also. Now look, I have friends and I have clients many clients actually that have come off Instagram altogether, and they all claim that they are much happier for it. Isn't that amazing? They all claim they're much happier for it but in this day and age you know, especially for my work and for many people's work, Instagram is a necessary tool to use. Anyway, I'll get to that. Um, I also have clients and friends like you do, I'm sure, that struggle through sometimes feeling good, usually if a post performs well, I'm guessing, and sometimes falling knee deep into comparison mode and coming away thinking, why am I not doing more? Why am I not enough? Whether it be with your work exercise you know my god there's so many fitness apps on there isn't there and constantly and I'm pretty fit and I constantly look at these exercise actually I've stopped I've stopped doing that but I used to look at these um, exercise these fitness accounts and think god I'm not as fit as them or I'm not as fast as them or I'm not as thin as them or I'm not as ripped as 
it was all very destructive. Um, and there's so many other areas, aren't there? Whether it be like eating clean, you know, or vegan. Vegan's the big one now. Like, why am I not only eating vegetables in my life? Um, why am I not going out more? Why am I not going on better holidays? Why am I not going on more holidays? Or, you know, just generally questioning how happy we are. And then we slip into comparison to who we see popping up into our newsfeed. And it can be really, really unpleasant. Social media, Instagram in brackets, can be a huge positive in our lives, of course, and a huge negative. And I think it's really interesting, depending on which day it is or which mindset we are in, I'm going to actually make this very, very personal, which mindset I am in depends on how differently I feel about it. So let's start with the positives. Here's, here's what I love about Instagram. And I'm picking Instagram, I mean, by all means, you know, listen to this and pick your own platform that that you are on most of the time, whether it be Snapchat or Facebook or Twitter, but mine happens to be Instagram, mainly Instagram and Facebook. But I don't get the same feelings on Facebook that I do on Instagram. It's funny, I find that I have a I have a better relationship with Facebook than I do Instagram. They're a much better partner to have. Um, so look, here's what I love. Instagram is a platform full of inspiring content, resource, connection, and opportunity. It really is full of all of those things. Um, as you know, I'm a woman's identity coach, which means that I coach women to rediscover themselves, their self-belief, and self worth. My message for women lives in my heart and soul. I preach it, teach it and fiercely live by it. And yes, I'm getting to the point and I'm tying the topic in. Instagram gives me an amazing platform to talk and voice all of this. And I am so grateful for it. The days when I reach women who need to see one of my posts, I mean, it fills me up. I feel so alive and so happy that I get to do this work. And thanks to Instagram, I am able to do this work. Instagram gets me clients. Um, it gives me awareness and it gives me a voice. It gives me a voice to talk about all the things that I am truly passionate about. Now, let's take a little turn here. Here's what I hate. And by all means, make this, you know, relate this back to you. Some of the things that I love, you might not and vice versa in terms of hate. So Instagram can, if we're not careful and aware, it can have really bad side effects. It's, it should come with a warning like a cigarette packet, you know, Instagram is bad for your health or Instagram can cause God knows what. Um, and the side effects look like this. Okay, they might not be cancerous or lung disease, but the side effects are comparison. We compare ourselves to whoever's popping up in the newsfeed. We do. And if you think you don't, get really real about that. If you don't, then I absolutely applaud you and take my hat off to you. But I ask you to look very closely and see if this ever happens for you. Lack of self-worth, that comes along with comparison, doesn't it? Because when we're comparing ourselves to someone else, we suddenly don't feel good enough. Self-doubt, um, you can really doubt yourselves if you see all these people doing things. That, you know, I, I follow a lot of coaches 
on Instagram and they're all doing amazing things in the world and I'm I'm glad on one hand that there are people in the world that want to make changes for the better and they want to help people of course I am because that's the work that I do but it also can set off an insecurity in me about what I'm not doing oh my god they've done a TED talk I haven't done a TED talk oh my god their podcast gets more listenership than I do you know all of those things so it, and then it can create jealousy and envy and a lot of time wasting. Oh my God. So it has all of these side effects. (laughs) And let's be honest, I am very guilty of engaging with all of these, all of these side effects and all this side of the platform. I am. I absolutely am. I hate that I am, but I am. I fall into all of these traps. Do you, I'm asking you to have a look at your own behaviors around social media. And if any of this comes up for you, even in some small way. Now we all jump on our platforms of choice multiple times every day seeing images of perfection or our interpretation of that and we end up feeling somehow disillusioned with our own achievements and or lives and then remarkably as if feeling crap once a day isn't quite enough we do the exact same thing the next day. So here's my conflict. I love Instagram and I hate it. And I don't think there's any other area in my life where I can say that is true. I really don't. Maybe exercise, but I generally love it. And it's much better for my health. Enjoying one part of Instagram's offering without experiencing the other, I believe, is practically impossible. What do you think? Now, let's be real. Instagram talks. It does. In today's world... Social media, and especially Instagram, it holds a lot of power and we all buy into it. You go onto someone's page, check their numbers, and it gives you an idea of who you think they are or how credible they are at their job or life in general. And if they have over 10,000 followers, oh, then that must mean that they are happy or they must know what they're talking about or they must be really good at their job. Numbers talk, especially in social media. But putting on my level-headed hat for a second, isn't that a complete nonsense? I mean, it's complete bullshit. Now, don't get me wrong, I fall into it too. I will go on someone's page, I will check how many followers they have, and I will think yay or nay. I do, I do do that. But letting a number reflect your opinion of someone, it, it cannot ever be a good thing culturally it's understandable because we are obsessed with numbers we're obsessed with people's ages people's weight height number of kids uh number of achievements and oh hooray great now we get to add likes followers and views to this ever-growing list so do you see my conflict here So when I take a step back and ask myself what my reason is for social media, I am actually very clear about it. And it has nothing to do with gaining more likes, although more likes are helpful because they talk, because they hold power. I wish they didn't, but they don't. Instagram is taking away the like count, which I am very, very happy about. Um, Here's the thing. I want women to hear my message. I want to inspire someone to have a better day. And I want it to let it aid me in building a business. But like most people, I can also get very disheartened when a post doesn't perform well or my following drops for no reason. 
you know, I put a post up today that got something like 15 likes. And for me, that's not a lot. I've got 16,000 followers. I should be getting, you know, should, this should thing. I should be getting over 200 likes per post. I don't. But I feel, you know, in the Instagram world of nonsense, that is what is expected. And it, it's a ridiculous pressure. It's a ridiculous pressure. So I am all too aware of the rabbit holes that Instagram creates. I mean, I really am. And yet here I am, all 42 years of me, every day I willingly climb in to those rabbit holes. I really do. So my question for us all is, how do we take only the good from Instagram and not engage in the bad, even though these numbers speak more loudly than who we really are? Well, guess what? I'm going to share a few tips and tricks with you. So don't worry, there's not that many. I think there's four or five. So the first one is that comes up the top of my head is boundaries. Boundaries, people. You have to set boundaries for yourself. Times of day that you will go on to social media. And by the way, this is all in an A to get the best out of social media, to, to really embrace what it offers us. In, the pos- in a positive way, because it does, it offers us so much. I've built, a bit, I've built a coaching practice off the back of Instagram, so I know how great it is. I just don't want to feel like shit whilst I'm doing it. So boundaries, have to set boundaries for yourself. Times of day that you're willing to go on, um, you know, it, maybe don't go on first thing in the morning, because if you go on first thing in the morning, uh, it's just not a way to start your day, is it? It's not It's not a positive thing to do to start your day, to have all of these messages coming in. I would say get up, get yourself dressed, have your first cup of coffee, have some breakfast, engage with your family, engage with whoever lives in your house and get to work. And then when you're up and prepared for the day, then maybe go on to social media when you get a moment. But I honestly wouldn't do it first thing in the morning. And when I do do it first thing in the morning, I really do feel like crap. And I think, why did I do that? It's like putting this like toxic poison in my head. So times of day, I think are really imperative. Um, also set a, set a boundary with yourself as what time of day you are going to come off social media, whether it be an hour before you go to sleep or two hours before you go to sleep. Um, I have gotten much better at this. Actually, I put my phone down. I set my alarm usually about an hour before I go to bed and I have been sleeping a lot better. Um, boundaries. So that, that, that is my first most important tip for how to have a really great relationship with <laughs> with Instagram. Um, Number two, unfollow any accounts that make you feel like shit. For whatever reason, there will be certain accounts and certain people that will trigger something in you. You do not need to have these people on your newsfeed or in your life. If it makes you feel like crap, you can unfollow them. I had one of my friends, by the way, he was he, he was male. Um, and he turned around to me, goes, Oh my God, Nick, I've had to unfollow you. I can't listen to your crap anymore. And it was really funny. And I was like offended for about three and a half seconds. And I said to him, do you know what? You're not my demographic and I totally get it. And I really appreciated his honesty around it. He doesn't want to hear about all my women empowerment. It's not for him. He finds it really annoying. I get that. So he unfollowed me. Um, and I have been known to unfollow well, I go through culls actually, and I haven't had one for a while, but I really do unfollow. It's like it's like cleaning my cupboards out. 
Um, I unfollow anybody that makes me feel like crap. And guess what? I have never, ever missed anybody that I've unfollowed. This is your leisure time, girls. Remember that. And it's your free time. You are going on social media as, you know, as a choice. So make sure that you're engaging in something that makes you feel good and not engaging in something that makes you feel bad. You don't need to do that. Okay, so that's number two on how to have a better relationship with Instagram. Number three on how to have a better approach and relationship with Instagram is self-awareness. Be very, very aware of how you feel while you are on the app or any social media, of course. If you feel good, carry on. If you're enjoying it, carry on. If you're connecting with people, carry on. If you're getting all the goodness out of it that it can offer for us, carry on. If you feel bad, press your home button and get the hell out of there and run like the wind and go and do something that is positive. You do not need to spend time doing something that makes you feel like shit. But the only way that you are going to know that is just being really, really aware of your energy levels, of how you feel, and just putting a whole lovely dusting of self-awareness over it. So that's number three of how to have a better relationship with Instagram. Number four, be very intentional on your reasons for being on there, okay? If And what I mean by intentional is just know why you've gone on there. It's like, oh, okay, uh, I'm going to sit on the loo and I'm going to go on Instagram for five minutes. That's fine. Or I'm going to just, I just need to zone out. I just need to zone out the noise and I'm just going to flick through Instagram just so that I can just numb my brain out. That's fine. That's just be very intentional. If it's if it's to go on there because you want to send, you want to put a post up for your business or for your personal life, by all means do that. Just know your reasons for being on there and set a time limit. And if it is to zone out for a minute or for 10 minutes, be, be very intentional about that. Set a timer on your phone because you can go down those rabbit holes I was talking about and suddenly you've wasted half an hour and you just feel like crap holes. You're like, well, what did I do that for? Now I feel like crap. Now I feel like I'm not eating enough vegan food and I feel like my practice is going down the tube. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't work. So put a timer on and by, and just get very intentional about your reasons for being on there in that moment, okay? So that's number four for how to have a better relationship with Instagram. Number five, and the last one, and a friend taught me this actually, and it was mentioned on one of my podcasts with uh, Gail Rinkoff, the celebrity stylist, and she told me that she turns her notifications off. And guess what? After that podcast, and I'm going back about a year now that we did that podcast, um, I have turned my notifications off and it was a game changer. I don't know why I just sung that. It just felt like the right thing to do um because the constant checking of who's liked your post or who hasn't liked your post or how many people have viewed your stories or how many people have followed you in the last two hours it it won't change how people engage with you or how people engage with it it, it won't you'll still get the same amount of likes but actually by going on and constantly checking or constantly seeing the notifications coming up and then having to go into the app it just wastes your time and energy to keep jumping on and off. So I say, check it at the end of the day if you need to see how a post is performing so that it gives you more information about what what people resonate with and what they don't because that's something that I have to do. Uh, No, choose to do, not have to do. Um, Yeah, but the turning the notifications off, it's kind of like it stays away. It keeps it away. So when you intentionally, like from number four, jump onto the app, 
then you can go and check. But that is through your choice, right? So Instagram's not just, or Twitter or Facebook or whatever notification. I think Facebook's a bit better for notifications, but it's not constantly being thrusted in your face. So that's number five for how to have a better relationship with Instagram and social media in general. So I'm just gonna go through them very, very quickly. Number one of how to have a better relationship with, with any sort of social media is set boundaries for yourself, times of day that you go on, um, get really clear about when you want to be on it and when you don't. Number two, um, unfollow any accounts that make you feel like crap. Number three in how to have a better relationship with social media is self-awareness. Just be very aware of how you feel while you're on the app. If you feel good, if you feel bad, if you feel bad, get the hell out of there. Um, Number four about how to have a better relationship with social media, be very intentional about your reasons for being on there and set a timer for yourself so that you don't go down any rabbit holes. And number five and the final one in how to have a better relationship with social media is turn your notifications off. Okay, because the constant checking and the constant intrusion on your phone and on the on your homepage, it just it keeps coming into your energy field. And I just don't think it's necessary. And breathe. So how did you find that? Um, I hope you found that helpful. Um, and I hope that it gives you a little insight in what your relationship with social media looks like and how you actually want it to look. And now you have all the tips necessarily to make it, to apply it and to do that for yourself. Because let's be honest, life can be tough, can't it? So we just don't need, um, we, we don't need to bring things into our world that make us feel unhappy or make us feel uncomfortable. We just don't need to do it. We always have the choice. You always have the choice. I always have the choice of what we want to bring into our space. So I urge you to get very intentional about it. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Thank you for listening to me. As always, thank you for your time for being here. Um, Remember that you get to live how you want to live. You don't need to feel guilty about anything and you don't need to feel guilty about unfollowing any accounts or um, setting timers on so that you don't go down any rabbit holes. This time is for you. So make it count. Um, Thank you for being here. Um, I always, always appreciate comments and any emails that you want to send me, you can send to Nicole at NicoleGoodman.co.uk and I love any feedback, anything that you want me to talk about on femaling. I would love to hear your opinion um, and your insight and your wisdom. So have a good day. Um, Let me know how you get on with all those tips and tricks that I sent you and I will be back next week with a brand new episode of Femaling. You have been listening to the Female in Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Goodman. Thank you so much for your time and for listening today. If you love this podcast and found value in it, please go and subscribe, write a brilliant review, and go and share it with your friends who need a bit of femaling in their world. You can find me on all social media channels for more of my work, Instagram at Nicole Goodman underscore coach, Facebook, Nicole Goodman Women's Identity Coach, and you can also find my private Facebook group, but all the magic and conversation happens with a really amazing community of women. Thank you again for joining me today. This has been Femaling. I'll be back next week with another episode. And remember, it is the most exciting time to be a woman.